Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello and welcome to Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast. This is the companion podcast for exploring the world of Hyacinth Bouquet in the hit BBC sitcom Keeping Up Appearances. My name's Jonathan Vernon-Smith and of course with me is William Hanson. Hello, we're here because we absolutely love Hyacinth and her world and we want you to fall in love with it all as much as we do. In each episode of this luxury, very exclusive and executive podcast, William and I will take you through an episode of Keeping Up appearances delving deep into the world of the bouquets. Today's episode is the final episode of the series. There is a Christmas special, but this is the final normal episode. So can you take us through the synopsis, please? Of course. I like the fact that this podcast is normal. <laughs> Hyacinth decides that they ought to take Daddy out for a picnic. Unfortunately, when they call in at Daisy's to pick Daddy up, he decides to commandeer Richard's car. There is no alternative but to accept Onslow's suggestion that they give chase in his car. Hyacinth and Richard pile in with Onslow, Daisy and Rose, and they follow Daddy. Richard is extremely worried about what is going to happen to his car, but Hyacinth seems more concerned about the fate of her cut-glass condiment set, which she has packed as part of the picnic equipment. <laughs> this is a good episode. It's another good one. And I think this is underrated, this episode. Even, And I'm saying that by me, my research group of just me. Right. Because this isn't one of the ones that I will go to if I'm just picking one to watch. Okay. As a bit of a laugh. But it is a good one. It's a very good one. It would be a very good one to show new viewers. Yes, uh, it begins with Hyacinth and Richard in bed, and Hyacinth is very worried about being burgled. She's also a little bit envious that they haven't been burgled, but she's very worried they will be burgled. She sees being burgled as a status symbol. She does. No. If she'd ever been burgled, she wouldn't think that way. No. Have you been burgled? Uh, only on holiday in my luxury villa in Spain. Yes, and you had your door smashed in. Had my, I did have my door completely smashed in. Yes, that's right. Um, and by, But by the weirdest burglar ever. Oh, really? Yes. 
So this burglar, I mean, he, I'd like to get a hold of him with my bare hands, to be honest with mm. you. Um, but he stole the most bizarre things oh. and left the most bizarre things. He completely ransacked the villa. Mm. But whilst he left, for example, a very expensive bottle of perfume, okay, he stole half of my shore for men. <laughs> he, he also stole my pyjama bottoms, not the top. <laughs> so somewhere we- on the Costa del Sol is a man smelling of sure for men wearing his pyjama bottoms from Marks and Spencer. <laughs> We've all been on holiday in Spain looking for a pair of bottoms, but it... <laughs> Just speak for yourself. Yeah. I like this bedroom scene because we haven't ever seen them sort of in bed. That I mean it happens later on in the sort of in the series, but we've seen them in the bedroom changing and mm. getting ready for christenings, but we haven't seen them sort of of an evening in her bed. bedding. I say her <laughs> bedding, because I'm sure she was the one that chose it, yes. matches the wallpaper perfectly. <laughs> which is rather nice. I mean I did I did recently have some curtains, some luxury executive curtains made for my bedroom, and I did source the same fabric as my headboard. Ah, oh. uh. well, that's a bit, but it didn't didn't have little bouquets on it though. It doesn't have a little bouquet. <laughs> no, it's quite a nice fabric and it, it works. Talk quickly changes from being burgled to Sheridan. Don't you ever worry about him? In fact, it's Richard who says that. Yes, but Hyacinth doesn't worry about Sheridan, but she does worry about Daddy. Don't you worry about him. I worry about all my family, Richard. I worry about Daddy. Am I neglecting him? We ought to take him out more. Do you think he'd notice? In fact, she suddenly decides that they should take Daddy on a picnic. They do. Oh, actually, before before we talk about that picnic, the opening shot of Hyacinth in bed, when Richard is, is off looking if there was a burglar or not, I love the fact that either Patricia Routledge or the department gave her... A, a padded, but it's padded. <laughs> if you get anyone round the head with that, it would do absolutely no damage. It's not a wooden one, it's padded. <laughs> so we must just kudos for whoever uh, actually discussed that. Hyacinth decides that they should take Daddy for a picnic and having made this decision, she turns the light off, but then turns it back on because the excitement and the ideas, they're fizzing around. Why don't we make a list of Daddy's favourite snacks? Poor Richard. He just wants to go to sleep. (laughs) Instead, they have to... Poor chap probably has to sit there while she writes down all of Daddy's favourite picnic snacks. Which is, of course, all the ones that Hyacinth really wants to do. (laughs) Yes. It's ideal for Daddy, a picnic. He can drop as many crumbs as he likes. We then go to uh, the other side of town. It's next morning. It's the next morning. Rose answering the phone in the curlers. Yeah. And we have a new man that we can add to Rose's list. Mr Butterfield. Mr Butterfield. Much discussion about the Butterfields later. Yes. And Rose is very rude. She is rude. She's not really a rude character. No, she's not. But she's very rude to Hyacinth and tells her to get off the phone. Hmm. And Hyacinth is understandably horrified. But it is that rudeness and directness of Rose that then, in Hyacinth's head somewhere, sets off, well, it must be true love, Mm. and it must be an important Butterfield. Yes. She puts two and two together and makes five. Yes. She thinks it's Butterfield, the quality car people. Do you think she's emotionally involved again? Rose is always emotionally involved. 
She was very excitable. Oh, she'll get over it. She always does. She mentioned the gentleman's name, Butterfield. Now, the only Butterfields I know are the quality car people. That rather prestigious showroom with the leather furniture. I like Hyacinth's outfit, can I just say, in this... In this. this is the blue and white... Yes, it's smart, isn't it? Yeah. It's very smart. It's a bit like the Roll Dalton with the hand-painted periwinkles. It is a bit, yes, with a nice skirt. And yeah. it's, it's just, it's very up together. I think it would stand the test of time now, personally, <laughs> yes. for a woman of that age. But Richard needs a tie for a picnic. Oh, yes. It may be a picnic, but we still have standards, which is excellent. And then as Richard goes to change and get into his tie, Hyacinth walks around the kitchen in this little fantasy world where she's introducing her sister. Mm-hmm. My, My sister. sister. Mrs. Butterfield. Butterfield. (laughs) Have you met my sister, Mrs. Butterfield? (laughs) It cuts to Daisy and Onslow in bed discussing whether Daddy's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, there's not much, uh, not Uh, much care. No, whether Daddy is dead or not. Daisy has to go and get Daddy ready because obviously Hyacinth. The one bit of information she did manage to pass on to Mm. Rose before Rose put the phone down was that she wants to take Daddy for a picnic. So Daisy has to go and get Daddy ready. And Daisy seems a bit put out by that. I would have, if I were looking after an elderly parent, I'd be delighted that someone wanted to come and look after them for the day. Do you like a picnic? No. 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 The the idea of a picnic is lovely. Mm. In practice, it's a nightmare. Right. It's sitting on the floor unless yeah. you have a table, but then it's not really a picnic. It's not comfortable. It's all finger food and pre-bought stuff. Ooh, no. My dog destroyed a picnic once. <gasps> I went to a local park. Yes. And she was having a lovely old time. And all of a sudden, to my horror, I spotted the family having their picnic. Oh, you didn't know this family? No. Oh. <laughs> and my dog, Poppy, who's a Labrador and food obsessed, she obviously smelt their picnic all of a sudden, I hear these squeals, bits of sandwich flying everywhere. Poppy had her nose in their hamper. Oh. It, was, it was just a nightmare. All the way through, across their picnic blanket, it was awful. So oh. embarrassing. And what, what did you say? Did you offer to pay for the scotch eggs or something? No, I called her over and apologised to them. They kind of said, oh, it's all right, it's okay. <laughs> Inside they hated you. They hated yeah. me, yes. Honestly, there's, there's a bit of chat about sandwiches because Daisy panics then that uh, she's got to make the food. And actually, she needn't worry, because Hyacinth is, of course, not going to be seen with a Daisy sandwich, which would probably be a lumpy, disgusting thing. You do your sandwiches for lunch, don't you? I do? Yes. How do you know that? Because I've seen you prepare them before. Oh, right. And I've noticed Mm. you do rectangular sandwiches. I do like a rectangular. Can I say the word common? Oh, gosh, really? Tri- triangular. You like a triangular? A triangular sandwich. Oh. I find if I do, because I like a, I, I've started going meat-free for lunch. Oh. Yeah. B- BBC. Uh, so I've started going meat-free for lunch. So I have a ham and, uh, a, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a cheese and tomato sandwich. Mm-hmm. And if I go uh, diagonal. Yes. Uh, bits of my tomato flop out. <laughs> I find if it's a rectangular, you can contain it much easier. You don't when you want cut your it. plums flopping out. <laughs> We're going to get to plums <laughs> later. I love that. So, uh, yes, indeed, they're talking about the picnic and Hyacinth is preparing the picnic. Then the phone rings. 
reverse charge call from Sheridan. Of course it's Sheridan reversing the charges. Exactly. Tight old Sheridan. Have you ever made a reverse charge call? I can remember in year eight, I was at school and I was having to board that evening. And this was at the time I didn't want to board. I later enjoyed it very much. But at this point... (laughs) (laughs) Don't write your own jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't bored for long. But... (laughs) (laughs) so i didn't want to board that particular evening and i thought it was unfair that my parents were were making me even though it was sort of school policy that you had to board once once a week to help out with the chores and i tried to do a reverse charge call on the payphone in the matron's office but i didn't really know what to do so it didn't work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's okay. Well, uh, Sheridan has made a reverse charge call and he's phoned to ask for his parents <laughs> to buy him some new pyjamas. But he wants them to send the money, which makes me think, is it really pyjamas that Sheridan's after or does he think that I'll just say pyjamas? Yeah, silk pyjamas he wants, Yes, he's, he? he's got nice taste. Yeah. Your friend Tarquin only wears pure silk pyjamas. <laughs> I see. You wouldn't want to be left out. Goodbye, dear. And I like it when when Hyacinth comes back through into the kitchen to tell Richard about the Mm. pyjamas. I I like the fact that Richard, rather uncharacteristically, he seems to really be unable to control his temper (laughs) and he smashes his fist down on, he thinks, the kitchen worktop, but instead he hits a cake and he completely destroys Hyacinth's cake. And then makes it worse when he goes to pick it up. There's never any reference afterwards (laughs) to the fact he's destroyed that cake, but it's a lovely moment as he's trying to pick up these chunks of cake. It's also, can I just talk about the cake before it's destroyed? It doesn't look very good. It looks quite, and well, no, but Hyacinth. Remember back to an earlier episode in series two. There's that wonderful creation that looks very retro, mm-hmm. that clearly some skill has gone into, and so we're sort of informed that she can cook mm. when she, the solid silver self cleaning sauce separator scene. And then there's this one, which just looks a bit sort of well. It's just a a, a little Victoria, Victoria sponge for a picnic, isn't it? Yeah, she doesn't care. Maybe maybe she just no. whipped it up quickly. So can I just ask about silk pyjamas and whether you would wear silk pyjamas? Uh, no, I wouldn't. No, I think they're too slippery. Yes, you'd slide out of bed, wouldn't you? Yeah, you just you go go in one side, out the other. Yeah. No, I like a cotton pyjama. I like a cotton pyjama short. A sh- oh, even in the winter? Oh, yes. Oh. I don't like long pyjamas, no. Oh, okay. No, I get shorts in the summer, long in, long in the... And uh, do you have a button? I imagine you with a button up top. Brushed cotton. <laughs> it is buttoned up in a powder blue. Oh, William. Hyacinth and Richard appear from the house, and this is when we first realise that Hyacinth is wearing perhaps the most hilarious hat she ever wears in every single episode of Keeping Up Appearances. <laughs> it's a hat that is it is absolutely dripping with plums. Oh, you see, I don't think it's that funny. I what? think that's quite a normal hat. How could it be a normal hat? She's got literally plums dangling from her hat. True. I mean, she looks. she's pulling it off. It's hilarious. It and, of course, funny. the plums serve a very important purpose that we'll get to. Yes. She tells Elizabeth that they're taking Daddy out for a, for a picnic. She feels the need to tell her because, of course, with all these burglaries going on, 
Yes. She's always wanting a burglary to happen at her own house. She wants Eliz- <laughs> And she wants people to see that she was burgled because she has so much things worth taking. Yeah. In view of the Wilkinson's burglary, I thought it best to let you know that we're popping out for an hour or two. I'm taking Daddy on a picnic. Then we have some nice backseat driving from her. Yes, Hyacinth's very worried about a leaping lady from the pavement. That's right. And she's desperate for Richard to go and get some petrol. And Mm. he can't work out why. And it's clear she's up to something. Then, of course, the big reveal, she wants to get petrol from Butterfields. Not just any old garage. The car people. Butterfields. Yeah. Oh! Oh, there's a phone! Oh, that better not be the Chinese takeaway! We'll be back in a moment. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And we're back. We're talking about the last episode of Series 2 of Keeping Up Appearances, A Picnic for Daddy. And Hyacinth and Richard have just arrived at Butterfield's garage, potentially going to be a family garage Yes, at this point. I like the fact she's annoyed with Richard that he's serving himself, because surely, as practically a member of the family, Mm. somebody should come out and pour the petrol for them. Absolutely. And even though Rose potentially has been dating Mr Butterfield for about five minutes... They have been elevated to uh, to a non-self-service. Would you like to know what Butterfields is now? <laughs> yes. It was on the tip of your tongue. Sad news, it's no longer there. Oh. But it has been turned into, Hyacinth would approve, it's been turned into a McLaren garage. Oh. Yes, very smart cars. Mm. Very uh, frou-frou. It's in Hockley Heath, just south of Birmingham. Oh, is it? If you I want to visit. Where that was. Yeah. 
There's a call for Onslow, because we cut to Onslow. Very rare there's a call for Onslow. Very rare. Count them on one hand. And a member of Onslow's family that we've never heard of. You don't even think of Onslow having an extended family. It's Cousin Ralphie. And he wants a roof rack. He does want a roof rack. Uh, and this is quite important, this setting up of uh, mm. Cousin Ralphie having to call for the roof rack, because, of course, it means that Onzo has to go out and get in the car. Mm. Hyacinth and Richard arrive at the other side of town to collect Daddy. There's a, there's a lovely line, which I love, about the dustbin men. It's the dustbin men I feel sorry for. I mean, how can they distinguish between what they're supposed to take and what's supposed to stay? <laughs> Uh, there's a, a nice little moment with the gate. First time that gate dog bush sequence in the entire series. Is it? Yes, that has not happened in series two up until this moment. Ah, uh, okay, because the the whole hedge routine changes, doesn't yes. it? Yes. But this time, uh, as she comes past the car, she looks in to see if the dog is there. The dog's not there, but then the dog barks out of the window, at which point she falls in the bush. The bush has... No. No? No, I have checked my notes. There is no arrival at Onslow and Daisy's scene in the entirety of series two. Well, there we go. Little fun fact. Although, when they're in the car, just pulling up, just Mm. before the dustbin and the hedge stuff, odd that her her pronunciation of petit four, she says petite four, Mm. talking of little sort of uh, sweet canapes. I just thought that was odd that... Patricia Routledge would get that wrong or Hyacinth would get that wrong. It's not petite for. But haven't they done that on purpose? Well, yeah, well, yes. But she does normally get things right, even if it's completely over the top. Yes, well, they arrive in the house and then there's this lovely moment where the dog is on Richard. (laughs) First of all, he's on Richard on the stairs. Then there's a moment where Richard is on the sofa with the dog on his back. And, of course, Hyacinth thinks it's completely Richard's fault. The dog has got nothing to do with it. The phone rings, and it's Mr Butterfield, and Rose is being very rude to him. And Hyacinth is shocked because you can't talk to Mr Butterfield like that. Their forecourt service is unparalleled. Uh, When she realises, when she's told by Rose that it's not the Butterfield that she thought it was, she then (laughs) makes an excuse and puts the phone down on him. And it's a a lovely scene because there's some lovely physical comedy between Mary Miller and Patricia Routledge where they're grappling and the phone is changing ear and Hyacinth's jumping in with, with sort of trying to butter Mr Butterfield up. Uh, and then, yes, it, it all ends when she realises it's just someone else. Squashed into her breasts <laughs> at certain points, the telephone. And furthermore, will you kindly stop bothering my sister? <laughs> what have you done that for? I love him. How can you love him? The man has hairy toes. <laughs> There's also a nice, subtle... Again, I hadn't picked up on this until watching it for this with my notepad out. Cousin Ralphie, or Ralph, and then Hyacinth says, oh, they need to get a roof rack from Cousin Rafe, which, of course, Rafe is the posh pronunciation of Ralph, mm-hmm. such as the actor Rafe finds. So it's interesting that she's she's then she gets the sort of the upper class pronunciation of <laughs> Ralph and changes it to Rafe. Richard's on the sofa and the dog is on Richard's back. Look! your clothes almost look at your jersey almost richard look at your jersey it then and this is where i love this episode and you'll know why because Mm. you know i love the rover yes it becomes clear that daddy's stolen the rover he's managed to get out of the house and he's stolen richard's rover 
And this is where this episode is just hilarious because there's a car chase. There's a yes, car chase. Yes, it all keeping up, like keep up appearances. There's a car chase. It's like a suburban Le Mans. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Daddy with my tuna mayonnaise. Yes. There. <laughs> <laughs> Going at speeds incompatible for with her cut glass condiments. So you've got Hyacinth, Richard, Onslow, Daisy, and Rose all in the Cortina chasing Daddy mm. in the Rover through the uh, suburban streets, which is just hilarious. Yep. That poor Rover being thrown around. Onslow's head gasket then goes, mm. and Daddy manages to get away. I would imagine. I was thinking because you're ele- you're fully electric now. Your car, I presumably, am. no gaskets. I don't have a gasket. No, it's all just a big battery, isn't it? It's a battery and an electric motor, yeah. Yeah. No no head gasket to go. No, no. Wouldn't happen now. (laughs) Thankfully, though, the dishy vicar and his wife, they're driving past in their very big cumbersome Peugeot. (laughs) I can't tell you. I was going to look up what what Peugeot it was. And then maybe one of our bucket heads will do it for I'm sure they will. But it was a very, I remember those Peugeots. Mm. Huge. Yeah. Cumbersome and ugly. But good for parishioners. Perfect for a vicar. So he offers, rather begrudgingly, offers them a lift. And there's even more people cramming into the back of a car than in the Toy Store episode. Yeah. Five people in the back of a three-seater car. Yes. But, of course, a crucial part of the squeezing into the back of the car is that it becomes apparent the vicar, strangely, he's suddenly got a dog. Yeah. And the dog is in the boot of the car. And because Hyacinth has been squashed, her big hat with her plums has kind of gone through the dog guard. There's <laughs> <laughs> that lovely moment where Richard says to her, that dog's eating a couple of your plums. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog's eating her plums off her hat. <laughs> that poor dog's going to have to have an expensive vet bill for the vicar. <laughs> and then there's, the, again, showing Hyacinth's beautiful innocence when it comes to anything sort of... Um, raunchy where she's trying to engage the vicar in conversation and asking about the church how the church is doing internationally and says what is the missionary position in china these days yes the script is good it's good it is very good so they're then uh they're still looking for whatever house it is they've got to go and find because obviously the vicar has now got to go and pick up rafes rafes it turns out mattress and a whole load of other furniture Mm. that they strap onto the roof of the Peugeot, the cumbersome Peugeot. So you've got the family squashed in this car. You've got the what looks like the entire worldly possessions strapped to the roof of the car. And there's a nice moment where, <laughs> where this woman <laughs> sees Hyacinth that she pulls her hat down over her face. It's Liz Nemitz. Is it Liz and Emmett? It's Liz and Emmett coming out of the house and they go, bye, Liz. Or they're, they're, it's some weird... saying goodbye to someone, yeah. Acting, waving goodbye to nobody. That's right. And, yeah, she pulls her hat down in the hope that they won't recognise (laughs) her in the back of the car. But then the police bike sees them and pulls them over. They're pulled over by the police. Cue the end credits. And the end of series two. Uh, sad. Sad for the end of Series 2, but what a good series it was. Well, before we reflect on Series 2 as a whole, shall we see how much we were paying attention for that particular oh, episode? Yes. Please let it be a car-related question. Here's the question. What did Hyacinth intend Sheridan to work as? What did Hyacinth intend Sheridan to work as is it um 
quantity surveyor? Oh. Or a chartered surveyor? It's not a chartered surveyor, remember that. I think it's well, something with the sensible pension. Hmm. Not a poet. I'm sure it's a surveyor of some kind. It's a quantity surveyor. Quantity surveyor! There you go. Go out on a high point to Jonathan. By the way, I've looked up the Peugeot. It's a Peugeot 505. <gasps> Thank God. There's one for sale. £20,000. But it's red. Yeah, it's the wrong colour. Yeah, not interested. Does it have a dog guard? (laughs) Plums in the boot. So let's talk about a series two. It's been a good series. Very good. I told you in series one it gets good in series two, and it really does. It really, really is good. They're very, very strong episodes. If you had to pick your favourite episode from series two... Oh, you see, this is very difficult because I think every episode has Mm. fantastic parts. You know, some good parts and less less good parts. There was the episode that you weren't that keen on, Mm. and I I think it was episode five, wasn't it? Was it Problems with the Relatives? Yes. Is that the title of yes. it? Yes. And you were, you said, oh, this isn't very good. And I kept repeatedly throughout saying, no, there were really, really good moments with yeah. it. And you had that lovely moment where they drape Daddy over the wall. Yeah. And Hyacinth spanks her Daddy on the bottom with one of her gloves. Classic moment. I like that episode. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I've, I've warmed to that episode, thanks to your persuasion. I bet yours is the candlelight supper. I like the candlelight supper, but on a par is the sofa episode. Ah, the three-piece suite. Of course, the good old three-piece. But I also love the Emmett introduction episode, the very first episode. Right. Because, again, there are so many quotes. Yes. There are so many quotes. The first 15, 20 minutes of that episode is just very strong. It's a super series. And series three is good as well. Yes, it is. Fewer episodes. Yes. Only seven. Okay. But some good, good moments. Lovely. Which hopefully we'll get to. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) If you want to keep up with the bouquets, you can now listen back to William and I chatting through every episode of Series 1 and 2. We'll be back next week with our own Christmas special, discussing, coincidentally, the very first Christmas special of Keeping Up Appearances, the Father Christmas Suit. Remember, we're always in need of your help to let other people into the world of Hyacinth Bouquet and our luxury podcast. So if you wouldn't mind terribly inviting them over for a cup of aromatic nut-roasted special, sitting them anywhere that doesn't face the window and instructing them to listen, well, we'd be frightfully grateful. Goodbye. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.